everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Aaron. And we've got ears. We're your one-stop magical podcast covering all things Disney, giving you an inside scoop to the most magical trip to a Disney park you can imagine here. This is episode three, and we're excited to get started. So let's hop right into some Disney news. All right. First on our news docket, Disney just announced some updated pre-sailing COVID testing requirements. Uh, so as we all know, COVID isn't going anywhere. So Disney is constantly updating all of their COVID requirements in, especially in the particular realm of the Disney Cruise Line. So going forward, all as a reminder, all guests ages five and over have to be fully vaccinated. So just bottom line out the gate, if vaccinations are available, you have to be vaccinated. From there, those that cannot be vaccinated they're going to be your guests that are four and under and they'll have to provide proof of a negative covid test no more than three days before their sale so with that being said disney has it so you can actually just update your covid testing right in the sales screen app and that will allow you to just go into that app update the most recent test and get that going before your trip. And keep in mind, it has to be updated 24 hours prior to your sale. And then for that age group as well, there will be a second test at the terminal prior to em uh, embarking on the cruise. And that'll be a rapid test um, done at that time. And then there is one test that is not accepted through the Disney Cruise Line, and that's the rapid antigen test. So just make sure that whatever test you're taking, it's not that uh, rapid COVID test. The next change is for our pre-chip COVID-19 testing for fully vaccinated guests. So on or after July 30th, this will be for your Europe sales. Um, you have to provide a negative COVID test one to two days before you set sail. So this is for all guests, even your fully vaccinated guests. And then when embarking, as we talked about, for those guests that are ineligible for the vaccine, they'll have to take that secondary COVID test as soon as they get to the cruise line. And that test will actually be the only test that is covered by Disney Cruise Line. All the other tests will have to be covered by the guests. So all of these updates with the COVID-19 changes and the test requirements will be sent out in a letter drafted by Disney to all cruise line guests. So make sure if you have a cruise coming up, you're keeping an eye out for all of the changes and requirements that are coming from Disney. Yeah, I would just one thing to piggyback on for that is it's when you're considering yourself fully vaccinated, it's as defined by the CDC, at least for Americans. So just because you have had one vaccine or whatever, just make sure you know whatever the current CDC definition of fully vaccinated is, because that could that changes um, every so often just based on boosters and whatnot. So just check that out before. If you are going to be going on a, on a uh, cruise with Disney, just stand by for changes, because this is an ever-changing ballgame. For everyone's favorite subject covid so let's move on to the most amazing announcement ever in the history of disney for me it is dole whip day 2022 at disney so this is happening july 21st through the 24th 
and uh, I'm pretty excited about this. There's a bunch of different Dole Whips around, but I'm mostly excited about the Key Lime Swirl. Okay, so this is Dole Whip Lime and Vanilla Soft Serve Swirl topped with graham cracker crumbs, like Key Lime in a little cup with Dole Whip. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, there's a boozy option too, if uh, that's something that people want to check out. I, on the other hand, am excited. Disney did announce, and it has been seen, that the pineapple upside down cake is being served again with Dole Whip on it in Magic Kingdom. So at Aloha Isles, I am so excited to be able to get this treat again. When COVID happened, it went away, and I've been missing it ever since. So I'm really excited to get my hands on that again. Definitely uh, use the mobile order at that uh, stop if you if you are going to get yourself a Dole Whip because uh, there's always a long line, even though there's mobile orders. Yeah, agreed. And just in case you're not going to be at Disney during Dole Whip Day, make sure on July 21st you go out to your nearest uh, frozen yogurt place. For us, it's Sweet Frog. They have Dole Whip there and get yourself a Dole Whip to celebrate. Oh, yeah. All right, on to the next. So main the Main Street Electrical Parade in Disneyland, along with Disneyland Forever Fireworks, uh, have announced their limited time uh, end date. So the Main Street Electrical Parade, as well as the fireworks, were happening in celebration of the 50 years of magic with the Main Street Electrical Parade. And so we knew this was temporary, and unfortunately, Disney announced the end date, which is September 1st. So uh, I know I'm going to be trying to convince Aaron to take us out to Disneyland before this ends, but uh, make sure if you're going to Disneyland, you take advantage of this and you get your, get the chance to see it because it's going to go away for a while, and uh, it's kind of a limited type thing that pops up here and there. It's hard to know when it's going to happen. All right, the Disney Wish. So as we told you guys last week, uh, we got on a little Disney Wish um, Zoom and we got to learn a little bit about the cruise ship. So let's get into some of the details that we learned. So on the Disney Wish, they have a lot of imaginative dining experiences. So the first being the Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure. This is going to be the first ever frozen theatrical dining experience that you're going to be able to eat and Spend time, you know, watching all your favorite Frozen characters, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf, of course, who I'm sure will make a debut. And then uh, you'll get to enjoy dinner and watch the show. And I just can't imagine the excitement on Amelia's face if we get to take her to this event. The next step is World of Marvel, where as you eat dinner, you're going to get to spend time with Ant-Man and Wasp. Is the, he gonna be? Is he gonna be tiny, Ant Man? No, no. no. Uh, I hope there's no ants on the cruise ship while we're there. <laughs> that would be a little bit weird. No, he will be big in his uh, human form, and so will Wasp. So uh, it'll be a great opportunity for your Marvel fans. Next up is the 1923, which is a sophisticated dining uh, on the cruise ship, and this is really cool it's all themed towards the animation of disney and so all you're just surrounded by various hand-drawn or various stages of animation and it's going to be a really cool experience as well as 
kind of your more upscale dining experience. So this is somewhere that I definitely want to take Aaron as he's finishing out his uh, animator's degree right now. Yeah, as a as a wannabe animator, this is like on the top of my list of things to do on that on that ship. Absolutely. And I've heard just amazing things about this dining experience and it's really beautiful and very elegant. So it'll be a really nice place to go. So make sure you make that your big dress up night on the cruise. Next up is the Marceline Market, which is themed after Walt Disney's early childhood hometown in Missouri. And this is going to be more of your buffet style eating uh, while on the cruise ship. And then, of course, you have all your quick bite options just to make like a quick meal out of your time and spend time doing other things. Next up, some of the innovative experiences. So Disney went all out on the Disney Wish, as many of you probably know. But first off, you have the Aqua Mouse, which is the first ever Disney attraction at sea. So this is just... I've heard nothing but good things about the immersive water slide-esque attraction on the cruise ship. And uh, I think it's really cool that Disney kind of went out of their way and truly made like an attraction for the cruise ship. So this is going to be a lot of fun for the families out there. Next up is the Disney Uncharted Adventure. And this is an immersive family experience. So there's not a lot of in-depth details on what you're going to be doing while you're doing the Disney Uncharted adventure. So this is something that, you know, I think is just going to be one of those things where you got to really experience it to see it. And it's kind of a, like, you use like a spyglass and you go in and you look at various Disney stars and it's just going to be a really fun thing to do kind of on the cruise ship as you are just exploring and things like that and then next you have the walt disney theater which is going to be classical stories and spectacular new storytelling so this is a great option for those that just love their kind of broadway style shows that disney has to offer then of course you have all of your water delights so there's over 10 pools and they're all inspired to different things disney you have your hero zone which is where you can go play some sports or they have some like game show style competitions, and then all the different movies and live uh, entertainment that's available on the cruise ship. Next up, we'll get into all the different kids clubs. So the first off is the Marvel Superhero Academy, and this is going to be for children's ages 3 to 12, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a superhero-themed kids club, and you're going to get to kind of train alongside some of the amazing Marvel superheroes. So Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man, and Wasp. So it's going to be such a cool opportunity for your superhero-loving kids. How about, Next, how about zombie Doctor Strange? Oh, spoilers. Oh, yeah, sorry. Spoilers. No, I don't see anything about uh, zombies. So I think we're going to save that one maybe. for uh, Maybe it'll be something that pops up in the teen club. I can't imagine Liam seeing zombie Doctor Strange. Uh, Star Wars Cargo Bay is the next kids club, and they don't have an age range on this one right now. So just kind of make sure you check it first before you go in, or maybe this is something that adults can go and assist some of the younger kiddos. But this is going to be awesome. You're going to get to join Ray and Chewbacca. It's the first of its kind kind of immersive experience on board a cruise ship. 
Next up is the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab. And this is going to be for those little bit older kids. And it's going to be kind of, it kind of gives that like science museum feel. Um, so that'll be something that'll be really cool to take your kids that are curious about different things, um, about rides and animation and that imagineering type mindset. And then of course you have your fairy tale hall, which is going to be your princess everything for your princess loving, uh, cruise travelers. And then you have your tween and teen clubs. So your tween clubs are going to be for kids ages 11 to 14, and then your teens going to be 14 to 17. So Disney does such a good job of giving something for guests of all ages on the cruise ships. And these tween teen clubs kind of give those kids that don't know where they're at in that Disney fandom a chance to kind of kick back and enjoy the cruise and kind of get away from their parents and do what, you know, those tween teen kids like to do on cruise ships tiktok tiktok yes and then they have the it's a small world nursery for six months to three year olds and that's a great opportunity for parents to take advantage of some of the adult only options on the cruise ship and then mickey and minnie's captain's deck so that's designed for little cruisers as well so just keep a lookout for some of the age ranges for the kids clubs and opportunities but it's so awesome that Disney provides this and opens up a chance for the adults to enjoy some of the elevated adult experiences. So the elevated adult experiences, you have quite a few. You have your Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge. You have your Quiet Cove, which is a pool and pool bar. The Palo, Palo Steakhouse, which is a very nice restaurant and it's just kind of themed towards like beauty and the beast and has some Italian dishes as well. So it's got a, quite a few options for the adults. You have keg and compass, which is a, um, Norwegian seafaring and fantastical exploration at the keg and compass. You have the rose, which is a s cocktail lounge. Enchant. Day Chef Arnaud Lament. What is the chances that I got that right? Zero percent. Oh, no love. I think it's <laughs> Enchanté by Chef Arnaud Lament. Oh, thank goodness we have you. Uh, and this is going to be an adult-only restaurant as well. And again, with that Beauty and the Beast theme and kind of just some really awesome opportunities for adults to relax and kick back. And then you have... The Senses Spa, the Untangled Salon, and Hooks Barbary. So you have quite a few options there for spa and hair um, opportunities for both moms and dads and any ladies and gentlemen that take a cruise on this cruise ship. And then you have a couple more options as you go. So there's just so much to do on this cruise ship. I think that to be honest, I think if we went on the Disney Wish, it would be it would feel like we're right at home at Disney where we just can't do everything. What do you think? Yeah, looking at all this stuff, like there's no way that a couple days of cruising on this ship, even when especially when you're embarking, right, and, and checking out whatever the destination is, like you're not gonna see all this on one trip. So 
get your uh, checkbooks ready for another trip if you want to see it all. <laughs> yeah, and then two, just make sure you lean on those Disney travel agents or your friends who have been on the wish to kind of help guide you through making a plan because even just getting all this on paper and I was thinking about, man, if we go on this cruise, like what do I, what are my must do's and what are some things that I, you know, can put off for hopefully another trip in the future. And I was having a really hard time deciding. Yeah. It'll be cool. Like we mentioned last week about the, the updated app coming, um, to, for the cruise lines, I know it's not ready for the wish, but when that is ready, you'll be able to kind of check all these things out in detail and kind of decide what you want to do and, and what you can pass up. But Absolutely. And then just a couple more details about the cruise ship. So the state rooms, you have your inside state rooms, your ocean view rooms, your veranda rooms, and then your concierge state rooms. So there's quite a few options for, you know, are you treating your bed like just a place to lay your head or do you want that opportunity of being able to sit out on a balcony and enjoy your cruise so there's a lot of options when it comes to uh the state rooms on the cruise ship awesome and if you're looking for something to do at night there's an awesome uh, they announced the pirates rockin par parsnip parsley parlay that's the one <laughs> um parlay party and that's going to be hosted by Captain Red and her crew of swashbuckling rock stars. It's going to be rock and roll pirate themed, which is something I've never thought of, which yeah, would be pretty cool. It's going to be it's going to be awesome, I think. Um and of course they'll have their your standard Disney fireworks display in the middle of the sea, which sounds really cool to me, uh, especially with being on a cruise ship where you have all kinds of different views and depending on where you are, but and then a soundtrack will be from Walt Disney Studios Pirates of the Caribbean film. So this is going to be a really cool event if you still have enough energy after your long day of activities. Yeah, and this is uh, actually going to be just one night on your cruise. So make sure you know what night this is and you get a good spot to watch the fireworks. Last for our Disney news today is some announcements for Disney World resorts. So first up, over at the Boardwalk, Disney announced the Boardwalk Deli. And this is going to be a Northeastern-style deli with a brand-new menu. And it'll include, like, fresh deli sandwiches, baked bread, and, of course, all the bakery items that are over there right now. I think this will be, like, a really good option for those that are just looking for, like, that quick bite to eat, but not necessarily that, like, sit-down restaurant feel. And I know the boardwalk is one of our favorite places to be. So I'm sure we'll try this out at some point in time. Uh, next is the Contemporary Bridge is being refurbished. So this is that bridge that connects the Contemporary Resort with Bay Lake Tower. And it's going to be closed from July 18th through the 20th. So make sure if you're going this week to Disney, you know that that bridge is going to be closed. And I know just when I visited the Contemporary I actually walked across this bridge, so it is definitely more used than you might think. It's also just a really great spot for fireworks viewing and things like that. So if you had plans on using that bridge this week, you might want to double check that it is available for you to walk across or to be on for fireworks. And then last, they are doing some refurbishments to the balconies at the Grand Floridian. So this is going to start 
on the 18th as well. So today, and the, they're going to start with the third floor balconies in the main building. And they expect this refurbishment to kind of go through mid-August. So this is going to be a little bit of a longer refurbishment, but I know for a hotel that's already gotten a lot of new kind of upgrades and stuff, this is much needed. And kind of expect some of that construction noise and things to start at about 10 a.m. and go till about 5 p.m. daily. So something to keep an eye out for at the Grand Floridian. Awesome. That pretty much wraps up our news for the week. If there's something that you guys would like to see us cover when it comes to news or, you know, things you want to know about the parks as things change, uh, you can go ahead and reach out to us at jen at mousingaroundtravel.com or magicearspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll, we can go ahead and add those to the news notes. But let's jump right into the travel discounts for the week. So these are the offers released by Disney that you uh, can currently book. Hi, so let's see here. For travel discounts right now, there's been nothing new announced, so it's still our same discounts that we're talking about. So I'll go through them pretty quickly this week. And then if you guys have any questions, again, like Aaron said, feel free to reach out. The best way to reach me is at jenatmousingroundtravel.com or even on Facebook or anything like that, and I can give you guys some more details on these discounts. So first up is Welcome to Happy which is at the Disneyland Resort Hotels. Adventures by Disney early booking rates are still available. Fall into magical savings at Alani. Disney Plus subscribers can still save using Stay in the Magic until the 30th of September. And then last, you can save up to 35% on select sailings for Disney Cruise Line. So keep an eye out for all those discounts on trips that you're taking and make sure that you get the best deal possible for your Disney vacation. Awesome. Yeah. If you have any questions, Jen is a, uh, a mastermind of these Disney uh, discounts that you can take advantage of. You don't need to spend as much money as you think to uh, plan an awesome vacation to Disney World or Disneyland or even a cruise. So like we said, reach out, Jen, at mousingaroundtravel.com or click the link in the description below for the podcast and it'll take you right to a quote um, that you can get for when you would like to travel. And now on to our main part of our podcast, which is our magical mentality. So this week, we're going to be talking about character meet and greets at the park. I know this is something that we absolutely love. Uh, and I'll let Aaron go into just a little bit of details of some things with the character meet and greets. Awesome. So let's just get this out of the way to start. Um Character meet and greets are a huge part of what makes a Disney park a Disney park and why they're so amazing. No one does this better than Disney, whether whether it be Universal or anything. Like be, having the, as a kid, I just remember walking around Disneyland and seeing the characters interacting with you as you're just going along through the park, and it just cemented itself in my mind as a magical thing. So. If you think this is something that you're better off passing on, like your kids are a little bit older or whatever, we highly, highly, highly recommend that you at least do one or two while you're there because some of the best memories come from this. And and don't fall into the trap of like the stereotypes, right? Like for boys and girls and what's cool for people to see because some of our best pictures have come from taking our son Liam when he was young or even now to the princesses. Uh, Jen, you want to tell him about the story with the, the big smooch? Yeah, so Elena of Avalar, so she is not like your 
very well-known Disney princess. So she is a star of a Disney Junior show. And she is just like a very spunky princess. I mean, she is just like that personality that's just like very vibrant. And she is so much fun to see. So our very first time going in to meet Elena, we brought Liam. He was only probably about six months old. And I remember like she just, he was like all smiles and just pure awe when we visited her. And after spending some time just staring at her and laughing and smiling, she gave him this big old kiss on his forehead. And we have the funniest picture of him in Sir Mickey's just like dumbfounded look on his face with this big red lipstick kiss right on his forehead. And it's just something that like, When it comes to character meet and greets, I never expected something like that to happen. And she was very respectful. She asked beforehand and stuff. And uh, of course, we said yes, because we're all about any of that Disney fun that comes along. And the rest of the day, we had people asking us everywhere, did Elena kiss him? Did Elena get him? So like, it's just so comical that all the cast members know how much fun she is to visit and how her personality kind of shines through. And so this last trip that we went on, we went and saw Elena again. And while we were talking to her and stuff, I was kind of brought up the story of, you know, he's always kind of been in love with Elena ever since that moment. And she looked at me with this big smile and she said, I was going to ask, can I kiss him? And I was like, absolutely. And so she gave him this big old smooch on the cheek and Liam turned the color of her dress like just bright red and she was just laughing because he immediately was just so embarrassed and it was so funny to watch him and so we made him stop and take a picture and he was just that typical you know four-year-old boy where he was just like no don't take a picture of me and we were at Disney with some friends so he insisted that we wipe that kiss mark off before the other boys saw him like it was just so comical and so it's moments like that that just make these meet and greets so special. For, yeah. What we're going to do is we'll post those two pictures on our uh, Twitter at Magic Ears Pod. And we'd love it if you guys would uh, follow up and comment, uh, follow us, and then go ahead and comment with a picture of any meet and greet pictures you guys have that are funny or whatever, because it'd be really cool to share those stories. Yeah, and uh, I'll also post them on my Mouse Around Travel Facebook page uh, just because it's like, it's so funny. And he was just all smiles. So it was just such a perfect moment for him. But kind of what we realized after this last trip where character meet and greets were back for the first time since COVID for us, where we could actually go and hug characters and truly have that like FaceTime and that one-on-one time with them is like, this is really what was missing when it came to the Disney parks. I mean, these moments are so magical to see your kids run up and hug these characters that they know and love so much that having them back just made the trip so much more fun. So just make sure that you, like Aaron said, don't skip these. Set time aside. You know, if you need to use a lightning lane for this or you need to plan it into your day, make sure you do and you at least see those characters that you know your kids are just going to go crazy about. With that, there's definitely a possibility that your little one is not going to take well to characters. 
Um, this is kind of the Santa mentality. Like this last time around when Amelia sat on Santa's lap, it was not pretty. And so it's important that you kind of talk to your kids and you make sure that they know that, you know, they're going to be seeing these characters and they're going to have the opportunity to go up and talk to them and hug them. And then it's kind of helps when you're excited about it. Right. So Aaron and I always talk about the characters we want to see because it just helps the kids get excited and it makes them know that like, it's okay to run up and hug them and see them and kind of have that magical moment. But I have, there have only been a few instances that I've seen kids not take well to Disney characters. So Disney definitely by far does better than any other place I've ever seen. You know, the Chick-fil-A cow comes out and there's at least three kids screaming. Um, so Disney kind of allows you to come to the characters versus the characters kind of sneaking up on your little ones. And then next, it's just, there's always going to be lines. Um, so know that when you're getting in line for characters, it might be a 30, 40 minute wait. And then once you get in line, the character, you know, walks off to take that churro break or to touch up their makeup, you know, for our princesses. So just know there might be moments where you're standing in that line a little longer than it says because those characters need breaks. I mean, it is hot in Florida and I can only imagine how hot those characters do get. So be patient and know that uh, depending on the line and depending on the line size, you might be there for a little bit. So like if you're going to see Mickey in town square, I always recommend right when you walk into the park, if you see that's 30 minutes or less, get in line uh, because it can get up to hour or more long waits for to see Mickey. So just take advantage of those moments when you see him. Yeah. And another way you can take advantage of these moments is Jen and I highly recommend memory maker is kind of the money maker for these events. So we, we definitely recommend purchasing memory maker. If you plan on seeing a lot of characters, that's just going to give you a lot of really cool pictures and not have you worrying so much about, snap in the right picture on your phone and and you can just have the if you don't know what memory maker is it's just disney connects your park ticket to any pictures that get taken within the park and you so you just scan your magic band or your park ticket anytime you see a photographer and then that'll automatically get linked to your my disney experience app and then you can just see those pictures on there and pull them off download them and do whatever Yep. And with Memory Maker, just know um, it's something that you can buy at the start of your trip or even sometimes in the middle or at the end. So if you want to go a couple days and see how many pictures you take before you make this decision, you can do that and then activate it while you're there on your trip. So Memory Maker, definitely worth adding if you plan to do a lot of character meet and greets or you're just getting that family photo in front of the castle is like a priority for you and your family. With that, no, not all photographers are back for meet and greets. So when we went into the princesses this last time, they didn't have any memory maker photographers in the meet and greet area. So just make sure that as you go in, you kind of assess, is there a photographer there or not? And if they're not, make sure you have your own phone ready. And most of the cast members at these meet and greets will actually take your phone and take pictures. So you can hand it off to the cast member and make sure you get that family photo that you've been wanting with those characters. And then some of the stations have the photo boxes. 
So let's talk about the photo box. Uh, this is something new that Disney's been trying out. It is on a trial phase where when you go and meet these characters, it's not a photo pass photographer, a person. It is a photo set up in a photo box. And as you're standing there, it's taking photos every so many seconds. So with that being said, you kind of have to make sure you're like, I'm always kind of wrangling the kids and I'm like, you know, hug Anna, hug Anna longer, give Anna another hug because I want them to have that picture of them hugging her and things like that. So if it is a photo box, just make sure you're you're getting your kids' attention. You're making sure they're looking until it flashes so that you have that good picture to walk away with. The other thing that we really like to do is get the characters' autographs. So something that we did on one of our Halloween trips was we actually created a photo book of pictures of Liam because we hadn't had Amelia by then with different characters. And then when we went, we had those characters sign on the photos of Liam. And it was so cool. And the characters loved it because he was so little in some of the pictures and stuff. And they just got such a kick out of it. But something that we learned and was really helpful to know is bring a Sharpie. And so this helps with your characters that are in, um, you know, have bigger paws or gloves on their hands and things like that. It allows them to kind of grab that marker and sign, and it's much easier than a small pen. So having that Sharpie on you makes those autographs much easier for a lot of the characters. So it is definitely worth it to bring that along if autographs are something that are important to you guys. Awesome. So we got you kind of in the right mental space to have an awesome time with the characters at the meet and greets. So Jen, what are some of the must do meet and greets for first time visitors? Yeah, I think um, always a must do is a Mickey and Minnie. I mean, you got to go see Mickey and Minnie. They're the stars of the show. So in each park, they have Mickey and Minnie available somewhere. So at Magic Kingdom, they're in um, Town Square. And they're together right now. So it's such a unique and fun opportunity. Uh, in Hollywood Studios, they're separate. You can see Mickey in his sorcerer's costume and Minnie all dressed up. Uh, and then Epcot, you can see Mickey at the... Over by Figment, right? Yep, over by Figment in the shorts theater. The Disney Pixar Shorts Theater is where Mickey is. And then Minnie likes to hang out in a gazebo right next to the entrance to World Showcase. And then at Animal Kingdom, they just started seeing everybody again in the little building in their safari outfit just to the right of the Tree of Life. So definitely seeing Mickey and Minnie is really important. And I know it's just like that opportunity to get that picture with the icons themselves. Uh, from there, I love seeing the princesses. I mean, they're always so much fun to see and to talk to, and the kids absolutely love seeing them. And Amelia finally is getting to the point where she actually will interact with them versus originally she just kind of would stare at them and be very shy. And then Olaf is great. He's at Hollywood Studios, and he is obviously a kid's magnet. And then our kids loved seeing Joy this time over at Epcot in the um, exit of Figment. So 
they're big, big inside out fans right now. And so seeing joy was so much fun. And I, you know, the bing, bing, bong, uh, projection pops up and stuff. And so our kids loved being over there. With that being said, you also have some perks. So like Disney visa card holders in Epcot can actually go see special characters. They don't tell you who's there. It's kind of like a surprise and you can go in there as many times as you want. I think we waited less than 20 minutes this last time when we went and we got to see Goofy and Donald in their 50th anniversary um, outfits and it was really cool and Amelia just absolutely was head over heels and so just stuff like that. It's really so much fun to see any characters that your kiddos are fans of. Yeah, for sure. There's there's some really great ones out there. We can't even cover them all. So just always be on the lookout because you'll find Donald in random pop-up places. And uh, Epcot is really good about having characters just all over the place. Kind of uh, Mary Poppins is back there in England and Alice. And there's some really cool uh, stuff to just keep your eye open for because your kids are going to be all over that. But my next, next advice that I would give you is to not get too caught up in trying to get that perfect picture and and make sure everyone's standing right and blah 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 blah. take a little bit of time to enjoy the moment with your kids or even if it's just you and and talk to the character and they do some really cool stuff so you can ask them any story question that you can think of from like the movie they're in and they'll provide you some crazy magical answer and i always like to kind of see if i can skip them but they're all pretty pretty good on their on their disney lore so yeah, it's always fun to ask like the princesses about their little princess sidekicks. You know, we like to ask Rapunzel where Pascal is and her kind of iconic answer is he's playing hide and seek or like the kids really like to ask Cinderella about Bruno. And then we like to drop a we don't talk about Bruno joke in there and stuff. And so there's just so many fun opportunities to ask. My all-time favorite, which I know embarrasses both of my children, is anytime I see Winnie the Pooh, I do the stuff and fluff dance. And Liam this last time was like, Mom, stop. Mom, stop. Mama, please stop. So I get such a kick out of interacting with the characters and making the kids see that like they're, they're real, you know, and it's so much fun uh, to do that. But yeah, exactly what Aaron said, like, don't put too much pressure on the picture. I mean, it can go from like just trying to get that picture to really ruining a chance for your kids to just bask in the magic of Disney. So a really good example, Amelia and I got in line to see Daisy because she's doing her meet and greets over by the World Showcase entrance of Epcot. And the line was short. So we jumped in line and Aaron walked away to get coffee with Liam in the stroller. And off went my phone in the stroller. And at first, I was really bummed out. I was like, man, we're not going to get any pictures. They didn't have a photo pass photographer there. So I was kind of like a little bit sad. But when we walked up, I mean, you could almost tell that Daisy herself was just excited to spend time with a kid without that parent trying to be like, look at me, look at me, let's take a picture. And she just, I think she just embraced Amelia for like, two or three minutes and they just hugged and talked about being sassy and she had a neck Amelia had a necklace and a bracelet on and Daisy was commenting and pointing and it was just like 
such a unique and intimate moment that's just going to be a memory for a lifetime for me. So it was worth it kind of for my phone to like disappear in that moment just to let Amelia enjoy her time with a character that she knows and loves and relates with so much. Yeah, so there's kind of our our magical mindset. Just get in those character meet and greets and just feel like a kid again. Let yourself just uh, have some fun. Don't worry about the picture too much. You'll get them. You'll get good ones. And you'll also make really awesome memories by just having fun with it. Next up is our travel tip. So our travel tip for this week is about water at Disney. Uh, Something that not everybody knows is ice water is available for free anywhere that Disney has a fountain drink set up. So any side stand, any quick service, any restaurant, ice water is completely free. And they'll give them to you in these little red cups. But you can get one to 20 if you wanted to. And so it's just really not worth it to buy any water bottles at Disney. So we like to bring just one water bottle for the whole family to kind of share from. And then we will just continue to get these free ice water cups and just keep keep our water bottle nice and full. And this keeps us all hydrated. And it also prevents us from bringing in five water bottles of our own or buying the $3 water bottles while at Disney. But you can find free water any of the fountain drink locations. Starbucks, any of the Starbucks or coffee stands have water available. And then at some of your newer restrooms at Disney, they actually have the bottle filler stations that are available for you to actually just put your water bottle down and then it fills up um, either by pushing a button or automatically. So just keep an eye out for those anytime you use the restroom. But just know water is free at Disney. Yeah, so travel tips summarized. It's Florida. You need to drink a lot of water. But please, please, please do not buy $5 bottles of water anywhere in Disney the whole time you're there because you can get it for free and you should be drinking a lot of it. And it'll also help you not spend a bunch of money on other drinks if you're just putting back the free water. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us this week on episode three of We've Got Ears. If you would like to continued coverage of all of our Disney news uh, and any of our additional content, please follow us at at Magic Ears Pod on Twitter for the latest updates and news or reach out to me at Mousing Around Travel on Facebook. And that's just remember, anything that I do for you guys for vacation planning is completely free for you. Exactly what you would pay to put in the time, plan it yourself. I'm going to do for the exact same price and I'm going to do as much work as you want me to so I can plan it from start to finish or we can work together and make sure the best plan is made. And then from there, you can find more episodes in the next coming weeks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you might find your podcast news. All right. We will see you next time on We've Got Ears. Say Say cheers. cheers.